Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Check us out at comicweb.com. The Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of the old movie cliffhanger serials. You can find them on our website or just type Comic Web into iTunes and they should pop up. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! Look at the sky! Look! It's a plane! It's a plane! It's Superman! And now, Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, star reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle against crime and injustice. Shrouded in fog, the Clara M., last of the old clipper ships, moves slowly southward toward Panama with Clark Kent and young Jimmy Olsen aboard. For some time now, ever since the Clara M. left port, the crew have been terrified by the whistler, said to be the spirit of a whistling seaman lost overboard many years ago. In our last episode, we heard how Pug Flanagan, a stowaway of about Jimmy's age, confessed that he had impersonated the whistler but maintained that he was not the real whistler. Just then, the strange, eerie whistle was heard through the fog, and as our friends realized that Pug was telling the truth. On deck, Kent and Jimmy traced the strange whistle to the bow of the ship, and suddenly... Wait! Listen! This time, Jim, the whistler can't get away from us unless he jumps overboard. The ship's too narrow at this point for anything to get past us. Gosh, my heart's pounding like a trip hammer. When the battle starts, let me handle it. Are you all set? Uh, I guess so. All right, then. Quiet. Now. Gosh, Mr. Kent... He can't be more than five or six feet ahead of us. Yes. Hmm. Fog seems to have thickened again. Hard to see through it. But come on. Easy now, Jim. If anything's going to happen, it'll happen in the next few seconds. Don't, don't worry about me. Gosh, that whistle is... Be... What is it? Jim, we... We can't go another step. We're right up in the very tip of the bow. I can almost reach out and touch the figurehead. There's nothing here. That's right. Not a sign of anyone. I don't suppose... Oh, gosh, Mr. Kent. Now, take it easy, Jim. Take it easy. The business about it being a spirit is seafaring nonsense some explanation for this strange thing, and we've got to find out what it is. Maybe it isn't the spirit. But with this fog swirling around us and the whistler disappearing right in front of us... Well, we didn't actually see him, Jim. No, but we heard him. There it is again. Right on top of us, Mr. Kent. Easy does it. Jim, that whistle came from right in front of me. There's nothing there. Nothing but the figurehead. Wooden carving of a woman with her hair flying in the wind. Exactly, Jim. 
Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What's the matter, Mr. Kent? I'm not sure, but... Jim, you stay here. While I work my way out onto that figurehead. Gosh, be careful, Mr. Kent. If you ever fell over... Don't worry. I won't. There it is again. Yes, and this time I'm closer to it. Yes, sir, we're on the right track now, Jim. Mr. Kent, have you found anything? Mr. Kent! Mr. Kent! I heard the whistle again. I was right. The mystery solved. Oh, good night. What is it? Uh, I get back on deck. There we are. Oh, what was it, Mr. Kent? What did you find? Jim, you'd never believe it. But there's a set of wooden pipes, like the pipes on an organ, set into that figurehead. Wooden pipes? Exactly. Very cleverly set into the figurehead, so that when the wind blows in a certain direction, it plays that little tune on the pipes. Well, I'll be... Hey, listen. Gosh. <laughs> you know, it sounds kind of pleasant now that I know what it is. Of course it does. Whoever had those pipes built into the ship or why, I'm afraid we'll never know. But there's no question about it, that's how the legend of the Whistler started. Oh, you could knock me over with a feather. <laughs> All the time we thought it was a, well, a spirit. Yes. And our stowaway friend, Pug Flanagan, made very good use of it, too. Hey, which reminds me, we'd better look for Barnaby and Pug and tell them what we've discovered. Yeah, they ought to be coming up on the other side of the deck by this time. Boy, will they be surprised. Yeah. Not to mention the crew. They'll certainly be glad to know the truth about the whistler. Yeah, but still, that, that doesn't solve our other problem, does it, Jim? Oh, you mean about Barnaby planning to take the ship by force? Yes. Say, uh, when we come up with Barnaby and Pug, don't let on that you've told me anything. We know he's looking for something aboard the Clara M, Jim, but well, we can't show our hand until we discover exactly what it is he wants. Oh, whatever it is, it sure must be valuable. Don't forget, he bribed the crew with money out of his own pocket to sign on board the Clara M. It must have cost plenty. Yeah, you're right. Yes, whatever Barnaby's after must have great value. It's all the more reason for us to keep quiet until we find out what it is. I guess you're right. All I can say is... Wait, what's that? Sounds like Barnaby up ahead. Yeah, he must be talking to Pug. Boy, wait till they hear. Wait a minute, Jim. Huh? Listen, what's that Barnaby saying? What? Shh, quiet, listen. I tell you, I don't know nothing. See nothing. Now let me go. You start away in that secret compartment for a week, then, Jim. Yes, Jim, Mister Kent, what? Quiet, Jim. Let's hear this. Mean to say there wasn't nothing in that secret compartment? Nothing at all? That's what I said, pal. And if you don't like it, you can lump it. Yeah. Hey, hey, you're breaking my arm. That's just the beginning. You see this? Oh. A knife, huh? Okay, what do you want? Mr. Kent, don't you think we'd Don't worry, don't worry, Jim. You wouldn't dare hurt him. Well, either you tell me what was in that secret compartment next to Jimmy Olson's cabin. You start saying your prayers if you know any. I'm telling you, there wasn't nothing in that closet. Nothing except... Well, yeah, there was something. Ah. 
I thought you'd be singing a different tune before long. What was that? Just an old piece of oil silk. I used it to wrap up any food I wanted to save. And that's all, to help me. There wasn't nothing else in the closet. That's all, you say? Yeah. <laughs> that's enough. Where's that piece of oil silk now? I don't know. I... Wait a minute. I remember now. That reporter guy, Clark Kent, got it. Kent's got it, eh? Yes. Yeah. Well, we'll just have to... Have you got it, Mr. Kent? Why, yes, Jim. It's right here in my coat pocket. The way Barnaby's talking, it sounds pretty important. Yeah, it sounds very important, Jim. Come on. Well, are we going to talk to Barnaby and tell him about the whistler? No, that can wait. Right now, we're going down to the privacy of my cabin. But what for? Why do you... To find out, Jim, just how important this piece of oiled silk really is. Come along. Light the oil lamp, Mr. Ken. All right, Jim. There we are. Good. All right, now suppose you pull a chair up to the table here. Mm-hmm. All, right, all set? Now then, we'll just open this oil silk. Gee. Well, for the. a piece of roast chicken. Pug must have been saving it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not interested in what's inside the silk, Jim, but what's on it? Oh, what could be on it? I don't know. That's what I want to find out. Oh, it's pretty dirty. Must have been on the floor of that secret compartment for years. Hey, Jim. Yeah? Uh, take that towel and dip it in that basin of water and bring it here to the table, will you? Uh, better bring basin and all. Gonna try and wash the dirt off? Yep. We'll have to be careful, too. You don't want to wash off whatever else may be on the silk. What, what do you think could be on it? Well, that's hard to say, Jim. But whatever it is, Barnaby's anxious to get his hands on it. Here's the wet cloth. Oh, good. Now, let's just see if we can get this dirt off. That oiled silk is pretty much all dried out. Mm. Like a piece of old parchment. Yes, and the dust has worked itself into the fibers. If we're careful enough, we may be able to make something out of this. Oh. Gosh. Oh, I rubbed too hard. The silk tore. Oh, gee, be careful. Do you think there's really anything written on that silk? Hmm. Gosh. Here, dip this cloth in the water again, will you? Don't you see anything yet? No, not yet, no. The dirt's coming off easier than I thought. Here's the cloth. Thanks. Now then. Here. Here. Anything yet? Yeah, there's something here. Can you tell what it is? No, not yet, Jim. Don't get excited. But gosh, it, it might be anything. It might be a treasure map or something written by some old pirate. Wait. I'm getting it now. Oh, gosh, let me look. Let me look. There. We just wipe this part off here and... Well, what is it? Well, I'll be... What is it, Mr. Kent? Jim, it's the most amazing... Well, here. Have a look for yourself. What is on the piece of oiled silk that makes it so valuable to Teak Barnaby and so amazing to Clark Kent? Is it a treasure map, as Jimmy suspects? Be sure to hear the next thrilling episode of our story with Superman. Tune in the next thrilling installment of the transcription feature, Superman. Up in the sky, look! It's a plane! It's a plane! It's Superman! 
Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine. <laughs>